0: Once again, welcome dear friends and today I'm going to tell you something about the drinks which people drink all over the world. To begin with, I would like to talk about coffee. You know, as many are the countries in this world, at least double the number of them we have the way coffee is made and served. Perhaps each household has a different way of serving coffee. But again there is something very typical to a particular country how the coffee is served. Sometimes it is the bean and sometimes the way how it is brewed, how it is roasted and uh, what they do and how they serve whether it is served in a big cup or a big uh, mug just like Americans or whether it is served in a demitasse or a very small cup uh, as in Brazil. So coffee has its own flavor in every different country. So let us just explore and see what happens in different countries. To begin with, let us start with Finland. So here they call their coffee as oast and this is a very very typical coffee. Here hot coffee is poured over chunks of cheese curd and while it may sound a little unappealing but Finnish people adore the unique combination. So they have their coffee with cheese curd cubes in their cup. So hot coffee over the cheese curd and it makes it Kafe Ost. This is Finland. Now in Turkey, in Turkey what they do is they take the ground coffee and they have a special vessel called the Ibrik. Inside the ibrick, they simmer the coffee. Its ibrick is made up of uh, either copper or brass and uh, they use very special and very beautiful uh, coffee mugs. Perhaps a single unit when served to a person would comprise of a small plate which has a small cup which contains coffee a glass which contains water and there is a small place inside the plate which in which they place the Turkish delight. So what happens is the freshly and finely ground coffee bean is put in a brick and it is simmered for some time and uh, this coffee with the ground coffee is along with the sugar is uh, poured into the cup and it is very important that it is served with the froth and they ask you for sugar before making the coffee because the coffee is uh, done in the ibrik, and they uh, boil the coffee liquor uh, on the fire and it is poured from the ibrik straight to the coffee mug. Now there's one more very interesting ritual which happens here that is that uh, at the end of the coffee the uh, the sediments from the coffee they go and settle down on the mug and it seems that uh, from there they estimate as uh, how their day is going to be because the sediments give them an indication, it forms a particular shape from where they ascertain as to how do their day is going to be. So that's a very interesting Turkish way of having coffee. Now Malaysia again has a very amazing cup of coffee and they call their coffee coffee Yuang Yang. Yuan Yang. It is a delicious and a powerful drink which is served either hot or cold. And the amazing thing about it is that it has three parts of black coffee and seven parts of uh, milk tea, a mix of black tea and milk. So it's a mixture of coffee and tea. So that is the yuan Yang. In Australia it's called the flat white and uh, it's similar to latte uh, though smaller in volume. So it is made by pouring micro foam steamed or velvety milk over the shot of espresso frappe in greece the it is invented by nescafe representative in uh, 1957 the frappe is a popular summer beverage in greece consisting of iced instant coffee drowned in milk foam in italy it is called espresso romano True Italian espresso comes with a slice of lemon which is said to bring Java's sweeter flavours. In Vietnam it is called da. It is known to be both very sweet and very strong. This Vietnamese iced coffee is made with coarsely ground dark roast coffee which is brewed straight into the cup of condensed milk and ice through a French drip filter. So what you see is in your cup you will find uh, the milk with condensed milk which is settled at the base then there is the coffee liquor and ice. So as you sip through it you stir and have your drink. In Mexico it is called Cafe de Ola and uh, the different thing which they do is they simmer the coffee with a cinnamon stick. Imagine simmering the coffee with a cinnamon stick. Traditional Mexican coffee uses uh, unrefined cane sugar and is served in clay mug which locals believe that it brings out the coffee's flavor. In Senegal, it is called Cafe tauba. This drink is favored with pepper and occasionally cloves. The spices are mixed with coffee beans and roasted and then ground and filtered for coffee and it gives a hard kick. Nobody drinks coffee like Brazilians do cafezinho they call it cafezinho while many consider that it's a brazil the brazilian national drink cafezinho is far the most popular drink for the locals similar to espresso cafezinos are small strong cups of coffee the only difference is cafezinos are pre-sweetened generally brewed with the sugar In Spain, coffee is called cafe bonbon. For those who enjoy their coffee, on the sweeter side, Spain's cafe bonbon is sure to please. Intensely thick and sugary, an equal amount of condensed milk is stirred into the black coffee. Ireland has the Irish coffee. This coffee is a cocktail hybrid, it consists of hot coffee, Irish whiskey, and sugar and it is topped with thick cream. In Austria it's called the Wiener Melange. It's similar to cappuccino, this drink is espresso topped with steamed milk and milk foam and sometimes with whipped cream and cocoa powder in france they call it cafe au lait french people love to take their morning coffee with equal part of steamed milk and freshly brewed coffee the trick here is to serve it in a big cup to make it uh, to make for easy croissant dipping in Morocco they have their coffee spiced so they call it spiced coffee this fragrant blend blend of dark coffee and warm spices like cardamom black pepper cinnamon cloves and nutmeg they blend coffee with all these spices and then have it in Cuba it is called cafe cubano uh, they serve it small but it is super strong. So cafe cubano is espresso brewed with sugar. I think something like what they do in Brazil. In Germany it's called the farise. Uh, It is a decanted drink that hails from Germany. It is made with coffee, rum and sugar and topped with whipped cream chocolate shavings. In Portugal, it is called Mazagran. It is a refreshing coffee drink consisting of espresso and lemon juice or lemon soda to provide a unique twist to typical iced coffee. And Mazagran originated in Algeria, but it was the Portuguese who started adding lemon flavoring instead of water to the icy coffee beverage. Kahwa, Saudi Arabia, coffee in Saudi Arabia and other Arab countries is made with a mix of spices including cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, saffron and ginger. To offset the bitter taste of the strong coffee, kahwa is served with dried dates. Again in Hong Kong, they mix it with milk tea and it is called Yuang Wang. So friends, this is how coffee is drunk in different places and last but not the least let's talk about India, we have the instant brew, we have the South Indian filter coffee, nobody drinks coffee the way Indians do it, I guess Indian coffee, the South Indian way is served in a very beautiful, uh, a little bowl plus a glass. A glass is placed in the bowl and it is served inverted. Mind you they hold the cup upside down and with the little bowl attached it, it gets sucked up because of the steam and it doesn't fall off. So if you ever get a chance to visit any South Indian restaurant, Do look for this special coffee in India. Very good morning dear friends this is Dolce Vita once again and today we are going to talk about some serious trends which I see in the market which is something like you know bartenders are giving up alcohol my god Uh, it's something you know I recently read that uh, they said the mentality was that if you stay in a barber shop long enough you'll end up getting your hair cut. This is something Jade Golden, a bartender at 169 Bar in Manhattan's Chinatown once said, but she said that it is not important that if she decides despite tending bar, in a bar and uh, dispensing drinks for her customers. It is mandatory that she herself would be drinking. She is so sure that she does not want to drink. And this is one trend which is seen being getting pointed out that new bars are going to come up which would be selling more of non-alcoholic beverages and uh, Now the beverage industry would see a low alcohol and non-alcoholic drinks being sold and it's taking up to some uh, like strong popularity. Very recently in a recent training program which I was attending which was being chaired by uh, a very senior professional from the food industry and uh, we were discussing allergens in food and drinks. So as FSSAI norms, uh, there are many uh, parameters which one has to take into consideration when you're choosing your food or when a hotel is dishing out the its meals for the public so that uh, there is food safety involved in it. And uh, to my surprise, I was waiting to see what I want to see in the slide, but when it was not put front, I had to stand up and say, excuse me, madam, but I am allergic to alcohol. The entire focus from everything from a very serious food topic turned towards me and everybody looked at me with so much of uh, pity and uh, uh, they were so sorry for me. They said, Oh my God, it's such a disgrace. You cannot take a drink. Well, to me, if I ever take a tequila shot, I get rashes on my body. So I am by choice. uh, uh, Well. Drinks are something which never fascinated me alcoholic drinks though I am a great great fan of non-alcoholic drinks and I cannot survive without them because every day for my day to begin it has to begin with good warm lying water and I need buttermilk and um, uh, Kala Khatta of our hotel is very famous. Well friends from there came a point that Uh, When I managed to raise my hand that I am a non-drinker, I saw so many more hands quietly popping up and uh, I could see nearly 50% people were non-drinkers. So it is a myth that most of the people are drinkers in the society. Well, let me bring it to your information that there are many non-drinkers in this society. And uh, rather, you know, sober curious is a movement which uh, is going on and people who don't drink and uh, want to remain sober is on a high. And uh, recently, I was also uh, uh, reading somewhere that uh, uh, the most going fad around the world is uh, saying that you are dry in January so it is one of the uh, things people choose as a resolution that first month of the year they are not going to drink so friends things are changing and uh, the sad thing about you know uh, like when I discuss about bartenders again I was reading about this uh, very famous uh, a bartender called uh, Joanna Carpenter. Uh, she, it seems, uh, says that people are now more forthcoming on social media about their own experiences and the ways in which they feel about others. She feels that most of her customers are curious to know whether she is drinking or not. Well, as per her, that. She She says that she desires to serve them the cocktail or the drink which they want to have, but without herself indulging in the same. And uh, many a times it seems she is questioned, oh, it's something like, you know, the chef not tasting his own food or not having his own food. But then You know, most of the bartenders say that I am supposed to make you a proper cocktail and make you make sure that you are enjoying your time in this space that we have curated. Me drinking or not is not a part of the experience. So friends, we have to be aware that the Trends are changing and very soon the society is going to see some very beautiful non-alcoholic bars opening around the city for people like me. Thank you.